Amen. I think that's so good for grandparents to be considerate of. Amen. It has nothing to do with what I'm going to preach about today, so don't worry. I'm not, I'm not that far off. If you have your Bibles, we're going to take a quick trip through the Word. We're going to begin in Luke chapter 4, chapter 5, Luke the 5th chapter. I'm going to read um, several verses. Um, And so you're going to have to stay up with me. Then we're going to go to Luke chapter 6, chapter 7, and then John chapter 5. Luke chapter 5, we're going to begin with verse number 5. And Simon, Simon answering said unto him, Master, we have toiled all night and have taken nothing. Nevertheless, at thy word, I will let down the net. <clears throat> and then skipping down to verse number 18. He said, And behold, men brought in a bed a man which was taken with palsy. And they sought means to bring him in and to lay him before him. Skipping down to verse 24. But that you may know that the Son of Man hath power upon earth to forgive sins, he said unto the sick of the palsy, I say unto thee, Arise and take up thy couch and go into thine house. Chapter 6, verse number 6. And it came to pass also on another Sabbath that he entered into the synagogue and taught there. And there was a man whose right hand was withered. Skipping down to verse number 10. And he looking round about upon them all, he said unto the man, Stretch forth thy hand. And he did so. And his hand was restored whole as the other. Chapter 7, verse number 12. Now when he came nigh to the gate of the city, behold, there was a dead man carried out, the only son of his mother, and she was a widow, and much people of the city was with her. And when the Lord saw her, he had compassion on her, and said unto her, Weep not. Verse 14, and he came and touched the buyer, and they that bare him stood still. And he said, Young man, I say unto thee, arise. And then concluding our reading, we will go to John chapter 5, the familiar story to all of us. John chapter 5, I'm going to read verses 5 through 7. And a certain man was there which had an infirmity thirty and eight years. And when Jesus saw him lie and knew that he had been now a long time in that case, he saith unto him, Wilt thou be made whole? And the impotent man answered him, Sir, I have no man when the water is troubled to put me into the pool. But while I am another steppeth, 
while I am coming, another steppeth down before me. And Jesus saith unto him, Arise, take up thy bed, and walk. Amen. For a few moments this morning, I want to talk to you about being challenged to change. Challenged to change. Would you say that with me? Challenged to change. God bless you. You may be seated. At first reading, perhaps you would think that my readings, my text, are are, are disconnected uh, because they seem to have no fluid thought. And yet, to me, they speak the same thing. A clear message, a clear thought that I hope that God will help me convey to you. What they have in common is a powerful truth that if we could embrace it this morning, it would be life-changing for us even now. If someone could discover what these discovered, Sunday would not be the same for you from this point forward. What our texts have in common is that all of these people had problems. They were different, but they were the same in the sense that they all had problems. Something difficult in their life to deal with. Empty nets, withered hand, crippled limbs, infirmities of long standing, and even death itself. And as could be expected in many cases, to a large degree, their problems had begun to define them. As a matter of fact, you don't know of even some of their names, only their problems. Our issues have a way of doing that to us. Our problems have a way of identifying us. And they have a way of paralyzing and limiting us in our life. Their lives were greatly affected by what was wrong in their life. Their lives were greatly affected by what didn't work, what was not functioning. And they were limited in what they could do. And there were restrictions that had been placed upon their lives because of their particular issues. But in every case, in every case that I read to you this morning, their problems and their issues were challenged by God. Empty nets, withered hand, crippled limbs, infirm bodies, death itself, none of those things could stand in the presence of his word, 
For it was by what he said to them, I saith unto you, arise, take up thy bed and walk. It was what he spoke to Luke and to, or or to Peter and, and to the other disciples in the book of Luke that changed their situation from what it was to an overflowing of abundance that was more than they could comprehend. And the words that he spoke to them indicated a source of beginning. If you read those stories again, you you come across words like launch and arise and stretch. All of those words in the original Greek language were in a case that indicated a source of beginning or a starting point for them, that no matter what has been, that today is a new day, and this is a new beginning, and this is a fresh opportunity for you this morning. Amen. To each of them with his word. And by his word, he offers a new paradigm. He offers to them a shift in their thinking or in their outlook or their acting. He gave them a new framework of reference or a new school of thought concerning their problems. And I would to God that he could do that for us today. Amen. We hear a lot about paradigm shifts and some people call it paradigms. And, uh, you know, that's just, just, it's a new way of looking at things and it's a new way of approaching things and it's, it's reordering the, the ordinary and challenging what was with what could be. And I believe if there's anything God would like to do today, he would like to bring a shift in our thinking and a shift in our vision and a shift in our attitude and actions so that when we look at our present situation, we are not looking at it in the light of what was, but we can look at it in the light of what could be and what will be if we will simply act on his word. Somebody give him a praise right now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It was by his word. Everybody say by his word. It was by his word that he offers these individuals a new perspective on life. He gives them a new outlook and a new evaluation and a new assessment. There's a different way than what has been. And by his words, he moves men past hopelessness and past failure and past mistakes and past lost years and past crippling incidents and past death itself 
and he reintroduces into their life the possibility of change. And he challenges them by his word to change. Change your way of thinking. Change your way of acting. Change your way of living. Change your mode of operation. Change your outlook on life. Change the way you view your present situation. Change the way you feel about how things are right now. You see, we get stuck in what has been. And for most of us, that's about all that we have to, to, to govern our life by is what was. Well, we tried and this was the outcome and so that's why we don't try anymore. Or we did this and it didn't work and so that is our, that is our paradigm that we, that we view life through and that's when, when, when we're challenged to do things and, and to move into new territory, we are held back by what we have seen and what we have experienced. And in these verses of scripture that I read, and I read them purposely so that you could understand that the entire ministry of Jesus Christ, when he came to this earth, was to challenge men, to challenge their present situation and not be locked in to failure or mistakes or what was or what happened and understand that there's an opportunity before you for a brand new day and today is a is a starting point it's a launching pad for something fresh in your life by his word everybody say it again by his word he moves us past hopelessness impossibility, improbability, and he challenges us to challenge ourselves. He sets aside what has been, and he opens up what can be. Oh, Jesus, help me right now. I said he sets aside what was so that he can introduce you to what can be. Amen. And in every situation, there were a thousand voices that were crying out for why it could not be different than it was. But there was one voice that spoke clearly and said, hear me. It doesn't matter what your past has said. I don't care what the night was like. You may have failed in your effort last night, but this is not last night. This is today. And here I am. I'm here to help you and usher you into a new opportunity. I'm here to tell you not to get locked into what happened last night because there's something fresh and new available to you right now. Come on, clap your hands to the Lord and give him praise. Hallelujah, hallelujah. And in essence, he challenged people to challenge their doubts. Challenge your fears. Challenge your limitations. Why don't you just challenge the issues in your own life that have kept you in this cycle of repeated failure and this cycle of up and down and up 
up and down and highs and lows and and you you you've let your life become defined by those things and Jesus simply steps into the equation and he challenges these people to challenge and question their doubts and challenge and question their fears and challenge and question their present situation and have the courage to believe that with God nothing shall be impossible. Amen, amen, amen. I would to God that some of us could rise up today and simply challenge our situation. You know what? I'm not living like this anymore. I'm not living. I'm not going to be crippled by this fear. I'm not going to be crippled by this doubt. I am not going to keep questioning what God has clarified. I am not going to continue to go down this road uh, of worry and anxiety and stress because nothing has worked right. I'm just telling you, you haven't gotten into the right atmosphere yet. But when you get into that atmosphere, anything can happen. uh, And there's a door that is open to you when you step into that place that will change everything in your life. Amen. Change your thinking. All of the hard material facts may have say it could not be done. But Jesus speaks a new language. And he speaks a new tongue. Jesus refused to let what was determine what could be. Praise God. You know, there are some of you sitting on these pews this morning that have great abilities, but they're sidelined right now because of some past experience, some past hurt, some past failure, some past issue, and you've let that continue to define you as you move forward. And the Lord has stepped into this service today, and He is challenging you right now. He is challenging your doubt. He is challenging your fear. He is challenging you to challenge your doubt. He is challenging you to doubt your fears. He is calling on somebody to get on your feet and take up your bed and walk. Hallelujah. Oh, yes. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Praise God. Even though he had not walked in years, Jesus challenged him to do what he hadn't done in years. Take up your bed and walk. Amen. A man had laid by the pool for 38 years. 38 years he had tried and failed. Think about that. Every time he'd make a move, something else would get in the way. 38 years, long time to live But you know what? I've lived long enough and pastored long enough to realize that there are people even today that are living in those same cramped quarters. Amen. It's just like every time I try, something gets in the way. Every time I make a move, something else moves in front of me. Amen. Yeah, I'm going to mess with you right now. God's come into this place today to say, hey, I have news for you. 
I want to shift your thinking. I want to shift your outlook. I want to change your thinking. I want to change your attitude because what was does not have to define what can be and what is. And if somehow you can embrace that, amen, praise God for Peter and his friends. He refused to let their failure be the defining mark of their night. Amen. He refused to even accept Peter's assessment of that night. He challenged it. Peter said, but Lord, we have toiled, we have fished all night. And he said, launch out into the deep. You know, that, that's what I like about the Lord is he, he's not going to leave me in my misery if he can keep from it. Amen. You make all the excuses in the world, but God just going to come right back and say, but my word, but my word, but my word, but my word, but my word. And he refused to accept Peter's assessment of his night's labor as the final decision of his day. Amen. When we, when we are faced with our problems, we tend to look back. We look back at what went wrong, what didn't work, where we failed. We look back down the long avenue of pain and hurt and travail and disappointment and all that goes with that. But when Jesus comes, he does not look back. He looks forward. And some of you need to stop looking back and start looking forward because what's in front of you is more important than what's behind you. And you... (laughs) You better hear me today. I'm not beating the air right now. I'm telling you somebody needs to challenge your challenges. And you need to challenge your issues right now. And say no more from this day forward. I am not living like that any longer. Come on, let's praise him right now. Amen. This is an important principle to remember about God, that when God deals with us, God does not deal with us looking backward. He deals with us looking forward. Amen. Thou art, thou shalt be. He, he, doesn't, he doesn't dig up the past like we do and rehearse but you know, I, I did that and I got hurt. I did this and, and I was disappointed. I did this and I failed. God said, okay, all right, now let's look forward. Let's look ahead. Because when you look ahead, you see a new you. You see a transformed life. You see a, is that me? Is that me walking? That's what God's trying to help some of you see this morning. He's trying to help some of you see beyond the bed you're laying in right now. That little bed of misery that we oftentimes get trapped in and all the problems in our life. And God's trying to lift your eyes down the road and let you see a you that's not trapped by a bed, that's not
affected by your problem. That's not defined by what's gone wrong in your life. But something greater has defined you. And that's the word of the Lord. And the word is arise. The word is launched forth. The word is go. Come on. Hallelujah. 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 You see, with God, God is more interested in what you can be than what you have been. My goodness. He's more interested in what is before you than what's behind you. It's not what you've been or what you've done that matters most to him. It's what you can be. Amen. You say, but I tried. Amen. And he says, try again. Amen. But here's the difference. The common denominator. They all had problems. They were all identified in some way by their problems. But up until that moment in their life, there was one part that was missing. And that was him. Now what you tried may have failed. But when you try it with him, nothing shall be impossible. That when you are walking with him, nothing can hold you back. Some of you don't believe that. But I'm just telling you, if you'd quit walking with all that other stuff you're walking with and quit fellowshipping all that negative doubt and, and fear and worry and start walking with him, you might walk right out of that darkness. You'll walk right out of that bed. <laughs> Come on, give him praise right now. Cripple limbs start working again. Oh, yeah. Cripple limbs start working again. Because I challenged my challenges. Hey Amen. You can be seated just a moment. I'm not going to linger here because some of us don't, don't. Maybe we're just so comfortable where we are that we, we, we like, like that. But I can't imagine. I, I don't want to live like that. I don't want to live my life continually looking back at what hasn't worked, what doesn't work, what didn't work. I don't want to keep looking back at at all those missteps that I made when he's trying to get me to look somewhere else. He's trying to get me to look ahead, look down the road. You see that lady right there? You see she's whole. Yeah, that's you. That's you. You see that man right there? He was crippled. Life had maimed him. But look at him now. He's loosed. Death had wrapped him up in its grasp. But even death couldn't hold him. When Jesus come along, he said, hey, rise. Rise and walk. Come on. The good news is... He didn't stop back there in the book. He's still working right now. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. 
you can stand. This is what I want you to understand this morning about him. That his blood challenges every sin that has ever been committed. No matter how dark, no matter how ugly, no matter how wrong, no matter how crooked, his blood challenges every sin that said, if you just come to me, I can wash those sins white as snow. Hallelujah. His name challenges every impossibility in my life. His name, through faith in his name, has made this man ever withhold. His name, at the name of Jesus, every knee shall bow, every tongue shall confess that he is Lord. In my name thou shalt cast out devils. In my name thou shalt speak with new tongues. In my name if you take up any deadly thing it shall not harm you. The name of Jesus challenges every impossibility in your life right now. That if you can just reach out and embrace that name of Jesus, that name of Jesus can liberate you. It can free you. It can break every chain. It can break every fetter. Hallelujah. 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 His presence challenges every fear. Woo! I said his presence challenges every fear. Why are you fearful? Why are you afraid? I'm with you. I'm here. Have you ever heard of a boat that I've been on that's ever gone down? Oh, his presence went before them. What happened? He made a way through a a Red Sea and made a way through a wilderness and provided food and sustained their clothing and protected them from harm and kept them all the days of their journey and brought them into the promised land. Why? Because his presence went before them. I'm telling you right now, the presence of the Almighty is challenging every fear in your life right now and saying, quit standing there, get up and move, quit being afraid and take a step. Hallelujah. Oh, yes, Lord. I feel the Holy Ghost speaking to us right now. Hallelujah. I don't know what's been troubling you. And I don't know what you have been challenged by. But I think it's time that you challenge your challenges. You challenge your doubt. How many of you are troubled by fear this morning? You need to challenge that fear. Perfect love casts out fear. Amen. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. Oh, at his right hand, there are pleasures evermore. 
Amen. Does anybody feel what I'm feeling right now? This this Holy Ghost provocation. Do, do you feel like something's pushing you right now? Come on, get out of that. Get out of that place. Take up your bed and walk. Launch out into the deep. I'm not worried about what happened last night. What I see is what's before you. And out there in front of you is a drought. You can't even contain the blessing that I want to pour out on you right now. Oh, yes. I refuse to live in what was when he's calling me to what can be. Hallelujah. Come on, somebody. Yes, Lord. 